This is not the time to get distracted. And this is not the time to go off course. This is not the time to lose your focus. Got a word to do for the Lord. The Believers Walking in the Way of Righteousness is now on the air. Our goal is to awaken you from the tradition and the errors of religion and bring you back to the simplicity of the gospel of Christ. If you have any questions or are in need of prayer, please stay tuned until the end of the broadcast. We will give you our website and our mailing address. So at this time, it gives me great pleasure to bring to you our minister, Brother James Ware. God bless you. Truly, Lord, for being here another day by way of radio. I count it a blessing as well as a privilege to be able to come to you this day by way of radio. At this time, let me pray. Father, in the name of Jesus the Christ, I thank you. I praise you. I honor you. I thank you for what you're doing. I thank you for what you're going to do. Most of all, I thank you for blessing me with an opportunity to speak your word. And God, I ask you to deal with those that are listening. That one, that one that is not saved. God, that they might repent and follow righteousness. God, and they may go forth and be and do that which you would have them to be and do. And Father, that one, that one that uh, is saved and trying to go forth to do that which you would have them to do, I ask you to bless them in a special way. God, give them courage in order for them to go forth and stand on your word in these last and evil days. I praise you. I honor you in Jesus the Christ's name. Amen and amen. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We thank God for you, you, and especially you. I often say that because except it was you listening, I would have no need to say something. So even if you're listening for the first time or you're a faithful listener, we thank God. We only have a few, but we thank God for those few. Why? Because I understand that God would have me to minister to them in order that they may go forth and do and be that which God would have them to go forth and do. Amen. We're living in the last of the last days. Now, I know you don't heard that from many ministers. You done heard that probably ever since you was a child. But in the process, I promise you, look at your surroundings. Look at the things that's going on. Look at how we're doing, even in the church. Even the church is just going haywire, seem like. What you mean going haywire? We are not teaching the gospel. We want people to be prosperity. We want them to be this. We want them to be that. 
Uh, they get rid of mates, getting other mates backwards and forward. They just doing everything but the power and anointing of God is not going forth in the places that it should be. We should be able to send people that's hung out on drugs and uh, other sins and alcohol or whatever uh, uh, plague in them to the church and be delivered. Oh, oh, we are sent them to the church, but will they be delivered? No, no. It ain't going to happen simply because of the fact we are saying, if you don't get delivered, it was your fault. You didn't have enough faith. But the Bible says this, God have dealt a measure of faith. So every one of us, faith, if we are alive, amen, we have faith. But here's the problem. Some people's God have given the gift of faith. What you mean by the gift of faith, Brother Well? You have got the gift of faith in order to minister the, that person to encourage that person, that man, that woman, that they can go forth and be and do that which they need to go forth and do. I promise you, God have called certain people for such a time as this, not to just go in a form of godliness, but bring forth deliverance in people's lives. It's sad the way we see children is killing children. I mean, these kids killing kids, and they uh, children don't have them even like the foundation of life. And they snuffing one life out, and they themselves' life is snuffing out. Where is the church at in all this? This is where we need to be standing up and doing. But you know, the church have always been, uh, the worldly church, I should say, have always been behind time. I remember one of my favorite uh, stories uh, just uh, coming to me. The, the favorite story in the Bible is found in uh, John. Yeah, John the ninth chapter. Now, I, I, I always liked this story, but I want to glean from the story to show you where we are at today, and we don't got worse than where they were at that time. We have really got worse. When somebody get delivered from God, we have less dealing with that person than the person that's still hooked uh, in the position that they are in. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Listen to me now. Listen to me. Yeah, uh, in St. John, the ninth chapter, and, and I mean, you can read the whole chapter because I want to go a little further than that. So, therefore, I don't want you to, uh, I want you to read the whole chapter. And, and I give you the background of this uh, man. Uh, he was willing to be uh, have his eyesight. That's what he was trying out for the Lord to do. And lo and behold, 
the Lord uh, took Spinner and, and rubbed it on his head and told him to go wash. And when he sent him to wash, and lo and behold, the man started saying, Now, just like religious people do today, just like we do today, we look at somebody, well, you ain't worthy of this. You ain't worthy, none of us worthy of nothing. That's what we got to understand. But the mercy and the goodness of the Lord have blessed us, enabled us to be able to go forth and to do and to be whatever we are. So the man, he got his healing. He got his eyesight. Well, guess what? The center people didn't say nothing about it. They weren't concerned. They were, I, look, they was glad he could see. So didn't nobody had to help him no more. Didn't nobody had to give him spare change no more because see, they didn't have the welfare system. So the only way you can get a few dollars is to beg for a few coins. But lo and behold, then come the religious folk. Well, because this was done on the Sabbath. Now, oh, 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 brother, where? Brother, where? Don't you talk about the Sabbath? Yes, I sure do. I sure talks about the Sabbath. I believe in the commandment, and I ain't going to even go in the New Testament, uh, Old Testament, I'm going to go in the New Testament and I'm going to read a scripture just because I said that because I don't want somebody to say, well, he contradicted himself. He's saying one thing when it ain't that. And when all of a sudden we know that it ain't that. Uh, the Bible says this in Romans, the sixth chapter. What shall we say then? Uh, uh, shall we uh, wait a minute hold up I'm, I'm reading wrong I'm going to read it right uh, what then shall we sin because we are not under the law but under grace God forbid know ye not that to whom you hear yourselves you become a servant to obey. Now listen, if you go back further, it says, it, it talks about what shepherd, and that's the 13th verse. But I want to go back just because uh, it, it says, what shall we say then? Shall we continue in sin that grace may abound? God forbid. God forbid, believe. Uh, how that shall we of the dead to sin live in longer therein? Believers, listen to me. Listen to me. Listen to me. The devil wants to take you away from the commandment. Do you understand what I'm saying? He wants to take you away from the commandment. Now, those of you that work it, don't you know you have a certain time to be at that job? You have a certain time to uh, uh, clock out from that job. You have a certain time to eat your lunch or whatever. 
they you you got rules and regulation. You can't just wear any and everything to that job. You have a a a, a roundabout dress code. I might, it might not be uniform, but still, you can't come in there with hot pants on, or uh, ladies, or uh, a mini dress. You can't do that. Uh, you can't come in there with your chest hair hanging all out. Uh, no, no, no. Why? Because of the fact is rules and regulation for that job. So is it is when you come to Christ. Is rules and regulations. I know we don't want it. I know we don't don't believe in it because the preacher want to get rid of it. That's why we got so many preachers committing adultery because in they book you can break one commandment, then it's no different from breaking another commandment. Then all of the commandments don't mean to them. So that's why they do what they do, and yet they want to believe God for great work. Only thing they believe in God for nowadays is most of it, not all of them. You got some sincere brethren. You got some sincere pastors. You really do. You got some sincere brothers want to obey the word of God. But then you also got that other group, and that other group does not want to be obedient to the Lord. No, 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 no. They don't want to be obedient to the Lord. And why they don't want to be obedient to the Lord? Because of the fact that that would not please the flesh. No, see, we want to be in a position that we want to please our flesh. If we can please our flesh, I promise you, then we gone home. Yes, let me do my thing. Don't nobody tell me different. Don't nobody say nothing different. I just want to do what I need to do. Now, that's the attitude that we got. We don't say it uh, verbally, but that's what we believe secretly. Because if you look at the attitude, you see the attitude towards the word of God. So now what are you saying, brother? Well, I don't want to, I've got to get back to my blind man. So here's what I'm saying. It is rules and regulation, and all of a sudden, people begin that. They say, well, okay, brother, well, he did heal on the Sabbath. He did that on the Sabbath. The Bible says it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath. No, no, no. We made the Sabbath strenuous, believers. We did it. It ain't that God did it. No, no. We did it. Such a burden. Such we can't do this. We can't do that. No, the Bible says remember the Sabbath to keep it holy. Six days shall thou labor. And do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou, not thy son, not thy daughter, not a maidservant, not a maidservant, not a coward, not a stranger that within thy gate. For in six days the Lord made heaven and earth, the sea, and all that in them is, but rested the seventh day, meaning 
cease from his labor on the seventh day. So what are you saying, Brother Ware? I'm saying the Bible says it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Yes, it's lawful to do good. If whatever you're doing is good, then guess what? You're not breaking the law. Jesus let them know that it's lawful to do good on the Sabbath. Just like uh, you look at somebody and you see this woman, man, and she looks such a, a beautiful woman, but yet you say, I admire her beauty. You're not lusting and, and saying, man, I sure wish I could talk to her. I sure wish I could do this. That's the difference between the person that's lusting and the person that's making a statement. This is all we are saying, believers. We have made the commandments of God with no effect. I mean, we don't have an effect. We don't want to stand on the word. We don't want the word to, uh, to make progress in our life. And therefore, if the word of God can't make progress, then we can do whatever we want to do. Oh, yeah, I can do whatever I want because I don't have no rules and regulations. I throw out the rule. Oh, but then they'll resurrect the, the tithing rules, which they don't even have a storehouse of the Lord. But yet they're going to resurrect that rule because that rule is money. They will turn to not only Malachi, they will turn to Luke. Uh, you that sow it uh, a little will rape little. You that sow it abundantly shall rape abundantly. Whatever man sow it, that shall he also reap. Oh, that's in Corinthians. Corinthians, the ninth chapter. That's what the Bible tells us. So we'll preach that. We'll preach those things. Uh, we'll try to add that part in the law, and and and, and, and but when it comes to living right, when it comes to following the commandments of God, yes, it's wrong to steal. But long as that person ain't stealing from somebody of me, somebody a part of my family, then it's okay. But what about that person? that's uh, doing this or doing that. It doesn't matter, folks. I promise you, it gets in a problem when it what is something that we don't want to do. What you mean, Brother Well, Let's say if a husband or wife is together and one of them is uh, sneaking around, then, oh, yeah, the Bible says, thou should not commit adultery. The Bible said, uh, told you it's wrong for you to do that. And then you made a vow to me at the altar before God and before the people. I will forsake all others, keeping myself only for you. But now you're trying to justify. And then these young brothering, I ain't heard no older brothers coming these young brethren coming up with this sister-wife stuff, that something that they don't hear it on TV. And why? They don't want to be committed to one. It's adultery, believers. We are living in a land that we have law. If 
the if the law on this on uh, here in the United States tell us we should drive on the right side of the road. That's a law, okay? Now, if I went to the Bahamas uh, uh, and drove, they drives on the other side of the road. The man said, don't say the wrong side. He told me that, to say, don't be saying the wrong side, though. That just the side that we are driving on. So what I'm saying, now, it's okay over here, but it might not be okay over there for you to drive on the right side of the road. Now, this is the point I'm saying. You here in America, don't try to come up with this law in Africa. Uh, you know, uh, when, back in Africa, we did this, and we could have this, and and we could have that. No, 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 no. You can't use that uh, flaky excuse. No, ma'am. No, sir. You can't do it. Why? Because you choose to live in another dispensation. And God's going to deal with you according to the dispensation that you are in and that you are living in. Yes, I don't care how much the preachers fix it up. And, you know, they can go in the Bible. Anything you want to do, anything you want to do, they can justify. But the Spirit of God in you, if you are real, you are saying, no, 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 something is not right. But let me go back. And I had to go on that way. Why? Because I wanted you to. I know that people's going to say, well, he read the scripture, and right then, he automatically changed. Why I changed? No, 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 didn't change. What, was saying, what, what I was saying is that I understand that just like those Pharisees were, just like they was doing, they was looking at the Sabbath day. He got healed. So number one, they said it can't be of God. But then uh, when they began to talk, the man, this, let me, let me go on and read a little further. Man, my time running out. Uh, uh, let me read a little further. Let, let me start where it was. And he answered and said, whether he be a sinner or no, not. Uh, the thing I do know that mother, I was blind, but now I see. Move. The man said, now y'all can come up with all this other stuff. And then they said unto him, again, uh, did he, they, uh, now open your eyes? Well, how, how did he open your eyes? All right, he said, and he answered, I have told you already, and you did not hear. Now, wherefore would ye hear it again? Will you, ye what? Be his disciple? Oh, wow, you cutting the man up. You cutting him down. So the man said, hold up, hold up, hold up. Because you know that's what religious folks would do. Hold up. Uh, you trying to tell us and lo and behold, we Moses did 
disciples. I've been in the word way longer than you, brother, where I done went to this college and, and this institution and that institution, and I got my degrees, and you're trying to tell me? No, 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 you can't tell me. But guess what? One thing about the power and the anointing of God, it can do whatever God needed to do. It don't care nothing about your education. It don't not, and I'm not kicking education, but it don't care about your biblical knowledge. You can know all the books in the Bible, the lost books in the Bible, the Catholic books of the Bible. You can know all that. But yet, because of the fact that you don't have the anointing, it is doing you no good. See, the Bible said it takes the anointing to break the yoke. Believers, you got to look for that spirit of God to be dwelling in you in order for you to do that which God would have you to do. I'm sorry, you can do it, yes. Nothing wrong with education, I folks. I'm not knocking that. But at the same time, you got to know the Lord by his spirit. The Bible said, he that worship him must worship him in spirit and in truth. Now, the man said, I now, only thing I know, I was blind, but now I see. Wow, that's, a, that's, that, that's not only a compliment for his the natural eye, but that should be our compliment for the spiritual eye. We could say, you know, I was in a service with a man way back, I was a young, a young brother in the Lord, and the preachers got up and said, I don't want y'all to be acting like you're sleeping. You stayed in the club till 2, 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock in the morning. You left the club, came home, slept an hour, changed clothes, and went to work. And you didn't, you want to complain it then. And the man said, the other preacher said to me, but guess what? I was ignorant then. I got light. I have saw the light. So I don't need to do foolish things. I know that was foolishness what I was doing. So guess what? A lot of people's doing foolish things in the name of the Lord. That's the hurting thing. We are doing it in the name of the Lord. And because we are doing it in the name of the Lord, the hurting part about it all. We hurting other people. Yes, yes, we are. And that's the sad thing. Why are you saying that, Brother Ware? Oh, so many people would love to love to go forward in the Lord, obey God's word, but then we put stipulations on it because of our church, what we believe, what we teach. Don't get me wrong. I understand different churches don't have different things. I do understand that. We are different people, just like different jobs. Uh, and, the, and the Bible plainly explains it to us 
in Corinthians, everybody has to play their part. The nose has to be the nose, the, the uh, mouth, the ear has to be the ear, the nose has to be the smelling, all that. We understand all that, believers. But when it comes to narrowing and down to when we try to make people be what we are and not what God wanted to be. The man said, I was blind, but now I see. That's all he know. He know that. He, 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 he couldn't know all the, the verses. He couldn't quote all the verses and say all the things, but he did know one thing. He was blind, but now he said, my time come up. I got to go on break, and I'll be right back, and I promise you I'll give you more scriptures. God bless you. Praise the Lord, my friend. Brother Ware will return shortly. I would like to take a minute to invite you to pray for the believers walking in righteousness and minister Brother Ware. We thank you for listening and would be really grateful if you would let a friend know about the broadcast. If you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements or any other correspondence, please call 404-293-7557. Again, if you would like to contact Brother Ware for speaking engagements, please call 404-293-7557. Please stay tuned until the end of the message for all contact information. We will be taking questions and comments in the second half of the broadcast. For questions and comments, we invite you to call 404-355-8699. That's 404-355-8699. And now, let's welcome back Brother Will. Well, praise God, praise the Lord. We are back. We are back. I tell you what, I'm not in Atlanta today. Amen. Uh, I, I'm believing God every week that I'll be there, but I'm not able to be there this week. But, amen. Thank the technology, we can still do what we can do in Atlanta. So we thank the Lord. We thank the Lord for what God is doing. Listen, I need you to tell somebody about the broadcast. When you are listening to the broadcast, tell a friend, tell a neighbor that you are listening to Brother Ware at the time that you are listening to. I would appreciate it so much. And then let us hear from you. Amen. Let us hear that you are listening. I would appreciate that. All right. Please take that in consideration. I know, I know it's difficult for you to get out the house to get an envelope, to get a stamp that I put on the envelope. I understand all that. But yet, maybe you could just do, go on out, visit our website, as the, the person uh, says, that if you visit our website and look at some of the things on there and what we are doing and believe in God for you, or send us a text, amen, over the phone. I give the phone number out every uh, time we're on the broadcast so that somebody might want to text. Every night again, I get a call for someone have a question from the Bible. So 
I really would you would hear. Uh, we want to build our audience there up if the Lord say the same. And it's going to take you to help us to do it. Amen. Praise God. I just wanted to say that. Now, I was talking about the man was blind, but now he see. And that the attitude that we should have. Now, I know, I know in, uh, in Corinthians, it tells us, we often know this scripture, 7 Corinthians 5, 17, uh, it, it talks about that, and I'm going to get there in a minute, because, see, the Bible says, certain things, we really should be that new person. Uh, oh, yeah, we should really should be that new person. Why are you saying that, Brother Will? Because of the fact that somebody needs to see your life. We don't have lights like this anymore. You know, you used to see, sister, uh, they, they, that person was a woman of the world. She was in the street. She was doing this and doing that. And lo and behold, she had a transformation. She got converted. Now we don't see her wearing the same clothes. We don't see her going the same places. We don't see her acting the same way. Why? Because 2 Corinthians 5.17 says this. Therefore, if any man be in Christ, he is a new and all things are passed away. Behold, all things, all things become new. This is what I'm saying. You need to look at, is you become new? You know, you was blind about certain things that you was doing, see, a while back before you got converted. But are you still playing with them? Are you still uh, lagging around with them, see, because if you are, the Bible teaches us, and I must say this, and I know I don't show you these scriptures, but I want to put them in your ears so you won't have an excuse. It says, uh, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, Romans 12 and 1, by the mercy of God, that ye present your body a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable unto God. Now, why, Brother Ware is saying this? You're saying, you talk about a man blind, and, and then you're trying to tell me I need to present my body. You know why? Because somebody is watching you, believer. I promise you that. Someone is watching you. And if they are watching you, they need to see that you are that new creation and you have presented your body to Christ. You don't do what the world do. You don't do what the religious folks do. See, we got people being religious. A sister told me she do not listen to quartets. She can't stand them quartets. And I said, well, some of them is good, and I, because I like a couple of them, my, my, uh, and liking them. 
but yes, they do sing and shout and act like they got the Holy Ghost, they got this, they got that, and go right outside the church and drink, smoke, and, but you know what? That came along because they wasn't getting no teaching. Yes, they had a good voice, and the voice sounded good. So guess what? They didn't have time to sit in a church and sit up under a pastor that was teaching them the word of God. Why? Because they was traveling from this place to that place and this place to that place. Well, guess what? We got a whole lot of singers are doing that, not just the quartet. We got a whole lot of just individual singing going from this place to that place, and they don't have time to sit and hear the word of God. They don't have time to read the word of God. Why? Because of the fact that they have took their schedule and they think they're doing a, a will of God. We got preachers right now. These preachers are going from place to place. They're not studying the word of God for uh, themselves. They're studying the word of God to get a sermon for you. And therefore, they are not grabbing hope to a blind, but I was blind, but now I see. And if you was blind, but now you see, now you see what? the direction that God would have you to go. You see the direction because of the fact that God is choosing you in this day and time. In a time in the midst of all this mess that's going on and all this crooked and perverse thing and how they twisting the scripture. How they making the Bible say things that is not saying, but they are doing it because they have education on uh, against, they have ed educate themselves out of the Bible. Yes, the Bible tells us that we are chosen by God. Now listen, the Bible says in uh, uh, Second Peter, uh, no, in First Peter, I believe it is. Yeah, First Peter uh, two. And nine. First Peter two and nine says this. But ye are a chosen generation. A chosen generation now, folks. Hear this. Hear this good. Now, if you didn't know that you was that, I want you to know today God chose you. Jesus said it in the uh, 16th chapter of the book of uh, St. John. He told you, as well as the 14th chapter of St. John, and he said, listen, no, let me finish this first. He said, but, uh, 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 but ye are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood, a holy nation, a peculiar people, that ye should show forth the praises of him you. What? Him who called you out of darkness 
into the marvelous light. Oh, brothers and sisters, can you honestly say that the peoples are doing that? Can you honestly say that in this day we are showing the light of the world? Oh, we know how to do the, the religious thing. We know how to say the religious thing. We know how to make people feel that we are there when you already know you're not there. Oh, yeah, you know you're not there, but we can make them feel like, oh, I'm right there with you. I'm right there. I'm, I'm, I can shout. You're going to make me lose my mind. I'm going to shout. They say all the right things, beloved. But in the midst of saying the right thing, do they have a right life? Are people really willing to love ye one another anymore? Or are we going in a form of godliness? but denying the power thereof. So much power that uh, can transform our life. So much power can make us be a better person than what we are. Why? Because of the fact that we uh, realize that he has chose you. Now, that's something. That's something right there. Not only did he make you, he allowed the flesh to go in a form of godliness. The flesh went in a form of godliness. Then God said, no, 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 it's time for me to get, uh, for me to let him know he or she need to get his flesh under subjection. So why? Because I don't want him to keep or her to keep doing what she's doing because I have made her, I have made him to be a special individual. See, the Bible said uh, in, in this time, listen, believer, I know that we we got a form that we want to do what we want to do. We want to wear what we want to wear. And I know, I know we are living in the time that you don't care. That preacher ain't going to tell you nothing about that. You know why he ain't going to tell you nothing about that? Because he don't want to bring your, uh, want you to not bring your ties to him. Listen, and, and I know you're familiar with it, but in the book of Psalms, I go back to the book of Psalms, way back that God said what he means. Listen, through the anointing of David, after David had did what he wanted to do, after David had followed the flesh, after David, listen, if you ever had the presence of God in your life, you see, you see, what are you talking about if you had the presence? Yes, ma'am. Yes, sir. If you had the conviction, see, a whole lot of you are convicted, but didn't get converted. Why are you saying that, Brother Ware? Because if you was converted, there is no way that you can do the things against the will of God. No, 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 no. 
No, ma'am. No, sir. You would be trouble in spirit and in the flesh. Let me tell you something. When you do wrong and you as an individual are convicted by God, I didn't say you had to be converted. Now, you need to be converted in order to walk and have an everlasting life. You've got to have a conversion. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can't just be religious and think that's going to get you in. No, ma'am. No, sir. You cannot be religious and believe that that's, you know, walk into heaven, walk into New Jerusalem, walk into New Earth, ever what you want to call it. I'm saying you must be born again, born of the spirit. Oh, yes, yes. You've got to have a different spirit than you have when you came up. See, I had a spirit that it was a selfish spirit. Yes, I wanted to please self. And guess what? We got a lot of believers, so-called believers, so-called Christian. That's what they're doing. They got a lot of people saying, well, I just, you got to look out for self. If you don't look out for self, ain't nobody going to do it. Not so. The Lord got you, believers. The Lord got you. And, and he will not allow you to go through anything that you are not able to bear. And in the midst of you going through, he's going through with you. Amen. I mean, anybody, he done put all, all signs in the Bible to let the people know Hold up, you just don't do anything. Whatever you are doing, God is with you. God is not going to leave you nor forsake you. I don't care what the devil might say. See, that's why Psalms 51, seventeen verse says this, and the sacrifices of God, is a broken spirit and a broken and a contrite heart. God will not despise. Did you hear what it says? A broken spirit, a broken heart, and a contrite spirit. That's right. You got to have this contrite spirit, believer. You got to have this broken heart. You can't just go up to God in, in your etiquette, in your uh uh uh, standing up at, like God owed you something. God don't owe you nothing. The broken and a contract heart. David had to learn, even though he loved it, God in his heart, but he allowed his flesh to cause him to get out of the will of God. Some of you doing that now. You need to make an about face. You need to take a stand against the wiles of Satan. Why you need to take a stand against the wiles of Satan? Because of the fact Satan would want to destroy you. Paul told them that after they found out what it was doing in Corinthia, Paul said, y'all should have put him out of the church that Satan would destroy the flesh, but the soul would be saved. Now, I know a lot of preachers don't believe that. 
I know a lot of folk. I just know, I just had the knowledge to watch the people that saved, that was confessing to be saved, that was confessing to be a preacher, that was confessing to be a, 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 a minister of the gospel. And they got in sin. And I saw everyone. Do you hear what I'm saying? Everyone that was in sin, God allowed to put them on a bed of affliction. Why? Because they needed to repent. And he, God is greater than the devil. I don't believe if you, if you have surrendered your life, the devil can't have you. The devil can uh, mess with your flesh, but he can't have you. There is nothing that the devil can cause you to go to hell. So therefore, God would allow AIDS. He would allow cancer. He would allow diabetes. He would allow something uh, to come into your body and you are not able to do this sin. Now, I don't want nobody to write Brother Ware and say, well, Brother Ware, you saying that everybody got this? No, I didn't say that. I said, no, see, I know some people's going, uh, if they don't repent, they go into the lake of fire, even with high blood pressure, with with diabetes and with all these other diseases. But I'm saying that I have watched this. Anytime that you're born of God, that God, I, listen, I know some sincere pastors that got out of the will of God and chose not to be obedient to God. But I saw them beg to be, to, to lead us earth. I saw them laying on the bed of affliction. I saw them saying why uh, they covered the head and hoping that they uh, pull the cover off the head in eternity. I don't seem to believe them. So what are you saying, Brother Well, I believe that you say, why say it? I always say, not in the way you're saying it, but yes, I do believe. If an individual truly is born of God, that individual can't do but so much, and God going to prick their heart, going to prick them and cause them to seek out his will, his way, even if he have to destroy the flesh. I know that's not popular, and I'm not trying to get popularity, but I, I look at other people's lives, like I say, over the years, when they was going contrary. Oh, some of them was doing it undercover. Some of them was doing this and doing that undercover. We didn't know what they was doing. But then all of a sudden, they got cancer. They got uh, 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 diabetes so bad. And, and they got this and, and they got that. And lo and behold, they couldn't do sin. They couldn't go out there. They were laying on a bed of affliction. And I believe in my heart until I learn better. Because you might have more knowledge than me. So therefore, but I'm saying that I believe that God had to allow them to clean up and repent 
and get together before they step into eternity. And I done saw it happen not one time. I could name at least eight time, eight peoples that I know personally. And I know they was out of the will of God. Oh, they were shouting. They were speaking in tongues. They were praising God. And they was doing this and doing that. Oh, they were saying, oh, everybody was looking at them as men's and women's of God. But guess what? The Lord knew what they was doing. And the Lord had them, had their number. So guess what? They had to uh, repent and they couldn't get in sin. Some of them were just shacking and doing this and doing that. But the last few years of their life, they couldn't do nothing. So what I'm saying, folks, I'm not trying to scare nobody. I'm just saying that as that blind man said, you was blind, but now you see. What you see, you see that you need to repent. You see that you need to have an about face. Yeah, you may not be blind naturally, but you're blind to the world. You're blind to the God's world. You're blind to the things of God. You don't want to live holy. You don't want to uh, go in a form of God. Even your music, when you listen to the music, you can almost dance off your music. I don't care if it's R&B gospel. I don't care if it's rap gospel. I don't care what it is. But it's no causing you to pray the the call on the name of the Lord. How is it that we can always find something to make the flesh feel good, but at the same time, you are suffering in the spirit? I'm saying that it's time for you to make an about faith. It's time for you to do that which the Lord would have you to do. It's time to take a stand and not be according to somebody else, not judging yourselves by yourself. And I promise you, God will lift you out of that, whatever it is, and open up your spiritual eyes that you can see. Father, we thank you. Father, we praise you. Father, we honor you. We honor you in all that you're doing, all that you're going to do. Now, Father, we ask you to bless that one that have not repented. God, give them the mindset to repent and follow righteousness. God, give them the mindset to want to obey you in spirit and in truth. And God, I, I, as I pray, I felt in my spirit somebody is going through in your marriage. I'm saying you need to cry out to God. Begin to sacrifice and believe the word of God. Get back to the word of God and begin to be obedient what God would have you to do. A lot of times we fall away, but God got something special for you to do. And we just thank you, Lord. We just praise you, Lord. And that one that's traveling and seeking out your will, God bless them. Be with them. 
Lord, don't allow hurt, harm, and danger to come into their life that they may go forth and stand on your word. Father, we just thank you. We praise you. I honor you, Lord. In Jesus Christ's name, I pray. Amen and amen. Our telephone number is 404-293-7557. That's 404-293-7557. We would love to hear from you. Uh, if you call and no answer, please leave your name and number, and I promise you, within a 24-hour period, I will call you. Amen. And and visit us on the website. Amen. Visit our website. Not trying to be nothing but to be obedient to the Lord. Amen. Listen, Brother Ware is saying, as I always say, you don't have the problem that you think you have. All you need is more faith in my Lord and Savior, Jesus the Christ. God bless you. Praise the Lord. I pray that the message that you just heard was an eye-opener and a blessing to you. If you would like to hear this message and many of our other messages, please log on to our website, brotherjamesware.org. That's brotherjamesware.org. Now, if you have a desire to contact Brother Ware for special prayer or just to be a blessing to our program, you may write a letter to P.O. Box 232, Easley, South Carolina. 29641. That's Brother James Ware, P.O. Box 232, Easley, E A S L E Y, South Carolina 29641. Please include the station that you heard him on. And remember, we are praying that you grow to higher heights and a deeper depth in the Lord. Remember, Ephesians 118. May the Lord bless you. It's too important to give up for